What's up, homies? Welcome to another episode of the Homies Real Estate Podcast. This is your host, Anthony. I'm Angel. I'm a realtor. I'm a lender. And together, we're going to break down this crazy real estate market. We got another legendary podcast. Last week, we went over how you should find the right agent for you, especially if you're looking to purchase in this extremely competitive seller's market. So now we're going to be going over how to find the right lender for you. And no, it's not always the lender that has the lowest interest rate. So we got a list of questions. Myself as a realtor, I'm going to ask Angel these questions. He's going to go ahead and give you the answers and give you a good idea of what questions you should be asking, what answers you should be looking for when you start to interview to find the right lender for you. So with that said, Angel, let's just hop into the first question. Should you interview to find the right lender? Definitely. Um, I would say find, you know, if you can interview with three lenders, I would ask the realtor you're working with, if that's who, you ha- who you're starting with first, to mm-hmm. ask them for recommendations. Um, with the lenders also, of course, review their reviews, right? Like, or review their reviews of past clients, right? Mm-hmm. So one thing to keep in mind with th- when you're when you're shopping with these three lenders, you want to try to get it done in a two-week period. So when you run your credit inquiries, it should only count as one inquiry as long as you get it done, I believe, what's within 14 days, right? Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, I would definitely speak to your realtor. That's usually the first point of contact. Then maybe some family friends who've purchased in the past, if they have, they had a positive experience with their lender, that's also a good place to, to get some recommendations from and see, um, just talk with a few of them and see which one fits you the best. Yeah. That's really, really key. And put a couple nuggets there. Number one nugget is you should definitely reach out to your realtor if you have one and ask yeah. who their preferred lender is and see, you know, how competitive they are mm-hmm. and go ahead and interview them. And then also to keep it to, you know, within two week time frame. that way yeah. you're not consistently getting inquiries on your credit score. Yeah. Um, Angel, what type of lenders are there? So I'll go over them real quickly. There's direct lenders. So those are going to be Loan Depot, Penny Mac, um, new American funding. Those are some big ones. Mm-hmm. Online lenders, you know, there's the Rocket Mortgages, the Ally Bank, the Better.com, uh, Better, yeah, Better.com. Those are the big online ones. The big mm-hmm. banks, of course, Chase, Wells Fargo, Bank of America, just to name a few. Then, of course, you guys have the credit unions, local credit unions, big credit unions, Navy Federal Credit Union, um, Alley and Credit Union, um, and then Schools First Credit Union, things like that. And then, of course, there's mortgage brokers, which Brokers, there's you're never going to really find a big broker name because they're really mom and pop shops. Right. And how brokers work is they work with wholesale banks. Right. So there's no right or wrong answer of which one you should work with. Maybe shopping with a few of them um, to see where their rates are at, to see what what services they offer. is going to get you a better idea of what bank might be the best for you to work with. Yeah, absolutely. Angel. So thank you for breaking down those different types of lenders and just remember that different types of lenders do offer different types of service, typically different type of interest rates. And as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, sometimes the lender that has the best interest rate or the lowest interest rate isn't always going to be the best lender for you, mm-hmm. especially if you're a first time home buyer. 
Um, I'm not personally the biggest fan if you're a first time home buyer going with a lender that doesn't have the best service. If you don't have a lender that's going to be able to turn around and give you same day uh, mortgage estimates, is going to be able to answer the questions for you on the weekends, stuff like that, then that might not be the, the best lender for you. Um, but if you've already purchased multiple homes in the past and maybe you just want to get the lowest possible rate because you already know what to expect, then yeah, by all means, go with the lender that's maybe an online lender that can offer a much lower interest rate or not much lower, but a lower interest rate because they have lower overhead, right? Mm -hmm. So it's just something to consider. Yeah. Um, with that said, Angel, what should you look for in a lender? So just kind of how you mentioned, I'll just go over them real quick, but to Briefly touch on them. Obviously, interest rate is important mm -hmm. and the fees that are associated not only with the interest rate, but closing costs in general. Mm -hmm. Availability is very important, right? Um, the communication with you, their knowledge, and then the market expertise, right? Very similar to what we said last podcast with the realtors, um, just really adding in that interest rate. So like Anthony said, interest rate isn't necessarily everything. It is very important. It's mm -hmm. going to definitely be one of the top two, three things to look at when, mm -hmm. you're, when you're shopping for mortgages. Um, but there's certain, like, for example, and I've had this happen to me, someone will go with another person because they beat me by maybe an eighth of, eighth of a percent. So to give you an example, let's say I was at 4.25 and they were at 4. Point, or I was, they were at 4.25 and I was at 4.375. So it was just a little little bit of a difference mm -hmm. right but other things um their other service the rest of their community customer service and communication sucked right mm -hmm. like it wasn't worth it for that client and they end up coming back to me because they're like no like it's not mm -hmm. like they're not they're not um delivering me like you were answering my questions right away you're making it happen for me making sure that i felt comfortable throughout the process right so interest rates a big one and then one thing to keep in mind is Sometimes these lenders and, you know, not saying it's a bad thing or anything. I just like to disclose everything to my clients. Right. So I they can give you an interest rate, but you might be paying for that interest rate. Right. So it's like, yeah, you're getting a better rate than with this lender than you would with me. But they're not telling you you're paying an extra two thousand dollars for the rate. Right. So some depending how a lender sells the rate may just seem like that's just what that's just a standard fee that comes with the interest rate when sometimes it isn't right. That's just something you're paying on top to get the lower rate that many other banks can do the same thing or they all can do the same thing as have you pay for to lower your interest rate. Right. I, I want to jump in on that angel. So like angel mentioned interest rates, they aren't the all, all, all and all be all. <laughs> Say it yeah. one more time. And all be all. And all be all. I don't know why yeah. I couldn't get that out of my mouth. Mm -hmm. It isn't the end all be all. Um, especially right now when interest rates are so much higher, chances are interest rates are gonna drop back down, probably to pre-pandemic levels, maybe three percent, high three percent, potentially even the two percent. So mm -hmm. it's not like you're gonna be locking in this rate for the thirty-year mortgage. No, a mm -hmm. lot of the times you're locking it in for a couple years and then you're refinancing. Mm -hmm. So what you really care about is just a lender that has the best possible service for you throughout the next, you know, two, three months when you start to look for a home. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the times, if you have a very good lender who's going to put in the work to help you walk through the process to give you that market expertise, you will actually save money on the offer mm -hmm. uh, as opposed to in that little minuscule amount of interest rate that you're going to be saving. So it's something to really mm -hmm. keep in mind. It's not like it's a, you're locked in forever for 30 mm -hmm. years. You have the ability to refinance and you more than likely will when interest rates drop back down. 
Correct. Yeah, that's a very, very good point that Anthony brings up. And then one thing too, not only with interest rate, but one thing to mention is closing cost, right? Mm. So not all loan estimates, just so all rates are not created equal at every bank. Not every loan estimate that a lender gives you is equal, right? So it's not like every lender is going to tell you closing cost is two to two and a half percent, right? Some lenders, unfortunately, will try to show you a brighter side where, oh, closing cost is only one percent. Of, of the purchase price just so on paper when you're receiving that estimate it looks like you're getting you're paying less in closing cost when in reality once you're in escrow you're going to be able to see that those closing costs are actually higher than what they quoted right yes. so every lender is different some are going to quote a little higher some are going to quote in a good ballpark and then some are going to quote less right i try to keep it a little bit higher just so when you do get your loan estimates you get the best or when you do get your final loan documents it's actually a little better than than what i said right so and that's something I'll, I'll go over you and be transparent about but i've have had that happen where um one lender one lender um has more bank fees like right the actual fees with the bank mm -hmm. is more than is more than the fees that i have so i have less less fees like i don't have a processing fee maybe they have a processing fee right that's thousand twelve hundred dollars but they're underestimating title and escrow fees and i'm overestimating title and escrow fees which has nothing to do with us at the bank those are fees we're going to find out once we're in escrow right mm. what those fees look like yeah. or they're underestimating the amount of prepaid and reserves you need they're saying oh you only need three months of property taxes up front and i'm more at the six to seven month range right so those are things that lenders they're not all going to not necessarily they're not trying to be transparent. I'm not trying to say that, but um, they can make a loan estimate look a little prettier than another bank. But it's not necessarily that when it's all said and done, it's going to be a prettier loan estimate. Right. So those are things to consider as well. Um, but yeah, availability, I'll just go over it real quick. Availability is very important. You know, when you're working with the big banks and the credit unions and even the online lenders, a lot of times what happens is you try to call them on the weekend. They're not going to answer your call, right? Yeah, I can you try to, to call them. Mm -hmm. You, you try to call them past 5 PM. They're not going to answer your call, mm -hmm. right? So you have to get to them next day. Then when you ask them for something, it's going to take a little bit of while. It's going to take a little while. Right. Um, and sometimes you may, you may need something. Or your realtor might need something from the lender and the and instead of like when me and anthony work together if you guys need something from if anthony needs something from me that's your guys's i'll give it to him directly whereas sometimes you go to like a big bank and they're like oh i can't give it to you directly the realtor i need to need to call you need i've seen i've heard what's happened is the client has to call in to ask for the document to give to the realtor which can make things a little bit more complicated and a little take things can prolong things right um so those are things to keep in mind if you know if you need someone to be available and answer questions especially after you just looked at a house you want to know what the payment's going to look like you want to um know how quick can we get it closed what's contingency periods looking like things like that you may not be able to speak to a, a representative or your lender right away right uh, communication again kind of goes with that availability is making sure that someone can communicate with you when you need it with the bank if they're not at the if they're not you're getting my personal cell phone number. So if you call me or you text me, you're I'm I'm going home with that message, right? Whereas at the bank, if they just miss the call and you leave a voicemail and they don't get to it till the next day, you might you might not you're not gonna hear it till the next day, right? So um communication is important. Uh, knowledge, of course, is important. Understanding what's going on in the market right now, along, you know, similar to the market expertise, understanding what you have to do right now to make sure that you can get your offers accepted in this market is very important. Very, very important.
Yeah, absolutely, Angel. So thank you for elaborating mm-hmm. elaborating on each one of these. And this really just mm-hmm. emphasizes that interest rates is not everything. It really does come down to service. I think I put service above the interest rate if the interest rates are, you know, within half a percent, in my personal opinion. Yeah. And that's the, the experience that I've seen within, a lot. Uh, excuse me, I'm going to cut you off. I think a better range is within a quarter to an eighth, you know, more of an eighth. Like sometimes there's rates, and I'll be honest, I got beat by um with with your realtor bonnie um she's on anthony's team by bank of america by a good amount and i'm surprised you know bank of america Mm -hmm. usually i'm right there or usually be bank of america but uh this client had a special circumstance where they were able to give them a phenomenal rate and i told the client take it Mm -hmm. take it all day like yes you're you might not close as quick as you would with me or you, you know you might not get the service of level of service you're used to that you've been getting with me but like this rate is, is especially in this market with the fluctuating with the fluctuating rates they can give you this take it all day you know they did take a little longer to close i think it was closer to like a 40 day escrow 45 day escrow i'm not mistaken mm-hmm. on that one whereas ours was probably would have been about 21 days somewhere around there so you know, there's some pros and cons with going with both. Not saying that the big banks are are a bad option, mm-hmm. or you know that I'm that me on the mortgage broker side is a bad option, um, or direct lender, whatever the case. Every scenario is different, and I think it's important to if you are working, you know, if you can find a lender that's going to be straight up and forward yeah. with you. Like, I, I don't waste my clients' time if I think something's better for them. I'll tell them like, look, yeah. you need to take that. You need to take that offer. And, you know, I ask them about the contingencies. I ask them about how quick can they close. And if that all lines up good, then I would say, why not work with these people? If you think it's going to make the most sense for you. Yeah, absolutely. Angel. Um, so what system or process does a lender have to ensure the best service? Yeah. Good question. So, um, you know, this podcast is a good one. Like, so I have like, and I don't necessarily post it on my own YouTube, but I always can tell my clients, if you want, if you want some lending information on how the process works, feel free to listen to the homies podcast, right? We give out a first time home buyers guide when we get people pre-qualified. So things you need to look at, you know, mm-hmm. do's and don'ts of, of um, when you're looking for a home, different flyers like that to keep people, keep the borrowers um, informed. Weekly check-ins is big right now. Um, same, same day mortgage estimates, right. Or any, if you need a payment, we get that the same day group chat with, um, daily updates. So if the realtor is going to put us in a group chat with them, if they have any questions, they can put us, they can put a question in the group chat. We'll answer it. Um, and then how quick can we close right now is a big one, right? Like how, how can we get it done in 14 days, 21, 30, um, as far as the closing times, it all depends per client or some clients is all right. Like I know we can get this done in 14, 15 days, you know, 17 day escrow seems very doable. Um, some clients are like, oh, like I, most clients are probably going to fall between that 21 day or less range. And then they're so special clients where I would probably might need 30 days for right. Just because of this or that, or they're not technology you know, savvy. They take a while to get documents to me. A big thing on how quick we can close is your cooperation with us. And that's not only for me, that's going to be for any lender, how quick they can close. A lot of times is how quick can you get them documents and make sure that we're submitting things as, as quick as possible. Yeah. Um, thanks. Andrew. That's a, that's a really good explanation right there i think another one that uh, we didn't touch on is a pre-approval packet right and yeah so a pre-approval letter the du or the desktop underwriting um Mm -hmm. proof of funds yeah list of credit scores these are all things that a lender is going to need when he submits an offer Mm -hmm. and if you have that ahead of time you don't have to worry about 
asking for it when you're about to submit an offer because yeah. there are some lenders and I've had a situation before for me and for several other agents on our team and at our office that they didn't have the desktop underwriting or the DU ahead of time or they didn't have a certain a proof of funds or whatever it would be ahead of time. And because it's not mm. formulated in a nice packet like Angel will deliver to you or maybe any other lender would deliver to you, it's just a pain in the butt to try to get it the same day you're going to submit an offer. And sometimes you don't get it the same day and then you have to submit a later offer and that's never a good thing. So yeah. you just always want to always have a lender that's going to provide you a nice, clean pre-approval packet yep. that has the pre-approval letter, the DU, a credit scores, a proof of funds. Hey, yep. Oh yeah, I agree. I agree hundred percent. And I think for like me as a lender, I like doing that too, because I don't like feeling that rush mm -hmm. in the end. Like, Oh, I need to get this for my clients. Like my clients need this ASAP. Mm -hmm. I like knowing that my realtors have it. They're always going to be able to submit offers and it's going to look professional every time they submit an offer. Right. Yep. So I, I, yeah, that's a good thing that we do have in our system that, that we continue to, it's been, I think very helpful for agents. And, um, there's a, I do notice there are, I think more and more too lenders doing that, the packets. And I yes. think it's really good, really, really good thing to have. Um, but yeah, let me see if any of these I should weekly check-ins. I'll just get on that to real, really quick. I like to just call real, my clients if they have any questions, right? Like maybe they have a question on where's the market at today? Where are rates going? So those are things I like to just check in, especially in this market with the mm -hmm. constant change in rates. Mm -hmm. if they have any questions, any concerns, how their home search is going, things like that. So we try our best to, to check in with them every week. Um, same day mortgage estimates, I think has been a very, very, very helpful for my clients yes. and the realtors too. Mm. So realtors text me, Hey, what's the payment on this? I'm showing them a property. I usually text back. Of course, if I'm not busy, right within, I would say what, no more than 30 minutes. Somewhere yes. around there, probably yeah. less, but like around 30 minutes. Cause it's mm -hmm. really quick to just put a payment up and, and get the realtors and, and the clients knowing like, all right, like this is what your payment will look like on this property. So yeah, there's, there's definitely, um, our processes we have in place and there's other things, you know, we, we, we do, but I think those are some big ones that when you're looking for, for a lender, those are things that, that are helpful. And then a lot of these processes, again, how Anthony said is good for first time home buyers. Like yes. it's very, very useful for first time home buyers. And that's where, again, a rate's amazing, but if there's no process in place and you're like, sometimes as a first time home buyer, you can feel desperate for information because you want to make sure you're making the right uh, choice, right? Such a big purchase. And if, yeah, the rate's better, but you're not getting any response from, from your lender that you have right now, then it's, you know, it's not worth it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, oh, we can continue. We'll continue on. We'll continue no, on. yeah. But I, like Angel said, uh, I would say availability, you know, being able to provide those weekly check-ins that people know, Hey, interest rates went up. This is how it's affecting your qualification amount. And then also those same day mortgages, mm -hmm. uh, or same day mortgage estimates are the things that I'm always asked for. And then I always have to refer them over. Oh, this is something that your lender can help you out with. Cause unfortunately I don't have access to that information. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, it's something that you definitely want to keep in mind when you're interviewing for a lender. So one of the most important questions to ask a lender in this market with limited inventory, with limited inventory is how will you help me find a home? So, Angel, mm -hmm. what are some things a lender should do? All right. We're going to make sure you're pre-approved, right? Like, and what I mean by that is we're going to get try to get all the documents up front. Sometimes I can be a little picky with it and like, oh, I need this, I need that. It's not to make your life harder, but it's actually to make your life easier once you're 
currently in the process of escrow and you're purchasing your property, right? Mm-hmm. We want to make sure we we um, oversee any potential hiccups. So that's one thing I'm very big on is right, like if I need if I need this certain document, like let's go ahead and see it up front because I don't want later we don't have that document, right? Mm-hmm. So providing document up front, making sure we have the pre-approval packets to when you submit your offer, it's, it looks as professional and as clean as possible, right? Let's the sellers know like we're ready to go and we're ready to get this house, right? Um, of course, contingencies is going to play a big put a spot into that. You know, how quick can we close? How quick can we get a loan contingency? How quick can we get an appraiser out there? All those things. Um, and then another thing, aside from like the systems that we kind of already explained, is just networking, right? Like not only do realtors can find those off-market properties or um, homes that are going to be coming to the market, when I work with my realtors, right, and I have good relationships with my realtors. If they have a listing, and I just had one like that a couple, uh, maybe about a month and a half ago, my agent, um, my buyer's agent found a client this house, and it was happened to be with my listing agent, or the listing agent happened to be an agent that I work with, and I got on the phone, and I told him, what do we need to do to get this house? Like, let's make it happen, bro. Like, I want to get this closed. He wants to work with me because he works with me all the time already. So we're able to get him in escrow just because of the relationship we had already. You know, it's not like I'm not that we're getting you a discount. We still have to, obviously, the seller's going to do his, um, what's it called? Fiduciary. Fiduciary. Fiduciary duties mm-hmm. to their seller, making sure they get them top dollar. Mm-hmm. But if our client's willing to, to, to go to that amount. And we're able to get them in. It's 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 um can definitely help you guys out, make it a lot easier, right? So building those connections with realtors, or maybe not even a realtor that I necessarily work with, but I just have a you know have a relationship with, like, hey, bro, I would love to try to get this deal closed for you, get your client top dollar. Like, let's go ahead and let's see what we can do to make this work, things like that. So um, it's it's happened a few times. I think we've had a couple mm-hmm. with Anthony where um Anthony didn't know the agent, but I knew the agent, and we were able to actually get him an escrow, um, just because of the relationship. Um, that we had mm-hmm. so that's one thing that's one thing definitely that that will help you find a home um that hopefully a lot of lenders i think a lot of lenders will try to do that as well you know if it's possible so i always keep my ear out and hearing oh i have this listing coming and i try to think of any of my clients that might fit that property and i let them know of it before it hits the market which mm-hmm. can be beneficial yeah definitely so like angel said you know one of the most important questions that you should ask a lender is how will you help me find a home? And that's providing all that documentation ahead of time so that you're pre-approved that there isn't any hiccups and you're able to write a very strong offer right then and there because homes are selling mm-hmm. in nine days or less in Los Angeles County. Uh, it's to network with listing agents. Uh, lenders work with a lot of agents and if they have that inside scoop, it might help you get the home. Uh, yep. A lender should be able to call the agent that submitted an offer for and put in a good word, let them know the financial standing and that we ensure that we'll be able to close in a a timely and orderly fashion. And then also just to provide, you know, those weekly updates and let the buyers know, Hey, this is what the market looks like. Hey, this is how the interest rate is going to affect your qualification amount. Hey, this is what we should do to position our offer in a much better way. I agree. hundred percent. Yeah. So, the last question, this one's really important, and this is one that I get gets gets overlooked so much. Mm-hmm. How will the lender help me after purchasing my home? Great question. And I'll be hundred percent honest on this. I need to get better at this, right? So um um just something that is very, very important. So some things and these are systems I already have, I just gotta kinda put it in place now. With we mentioned on the last 
uh, podcast home bought system mm-hmm. that um that i have for all my buyers i just need to throw them all on there but on there it's going to give them you know market updates on you know what's their home going for how much equity do they have uh an idea of rates if it makes sense to refinance i'm pretty good at that letting clients know okay hey if you if you're interested in a refinance right now might be a good time for you your rate makes sense and uh, makes sense you can drop your payment a couple hundred dollars a few hundred depending on the situation mm-hmm. and then you know quarterly or half of your check-ins at least you know something again i need to get better at myself i will admit that but um those are things you should look for in a lender as well um that are they gonna care for your interest after because again when you purchase your property this that first mortgage that you have you're most likely not going to have it for more than seven years right mm-hmm. so to have a l- lender there to guide you and let you know when it makes sense to refinance right or let you know when you might have equity to take out of your property let you you know for you to be there and one thing i tell all my clients and i and i constantly get texts all the time from past clients is i always tell them i am here whenever you need any questions when you close your property you get a lot of like junk mail about refinancing about um home warranty all these like things that sometimes are scamming stuff like and i tell them if you have any questions you're gonna get that mail give me a call and they always call me or send me a picture and i tell them oh don't worry about that or like yeah this is you need you need a, this has to do with the your supplemental taxes you have to pay this or that's a copy of your property tax bill you don't have to worry about that it's paid in your mortgage payment so i think that helps them you know that makes them feel comfortable and at mm-hmm. ease when they get things that they're not sure if they should be worried about but it's something i you know in that case my a lot of my clients feel comfortable and they always send me text or or give me a call and i'm always available for them to you know whenever they need me yeah, absolutely, Angel. That's really, really important. So a lot of the value from selecting the right lender doesn't just come during the escrow process mm-hmm. or finding the right home, but it comes after after escrow, after mm-hmm. you close and providing those market updates and providing mm-hmm. those equity updates. Hey, I know you purchased with 5% down, but considering the appreciation, I think we're at 20% now. Maybe it's time to refinance or maybe mm-hmm. it's time to get the property reappraised so we can remove that mortgage insurance and save you $500 plus a month. Hey, yeah, interest pleasure. rates have dropped to from five and a half percent to now 3%. Let's refinance your loan and save you tens of thousands, if not maybe even hundreds of thousands of dollars over the cost of the loan, right? And these are very important check-ins to be able to have from a lender that's going to save you so much money. Mm -hmm. So something you don't not want to overlook, that's going to save you more money likely than that small incremental, Mm -hmm. you know, 25 basis point or 0.25% interest rate, uh, lower that you're going to get from, you know, maybe an online lender or someone else mm-hmm. that won't be able to provide that level of service for you just because yeah. they're, they're closing hundreds of loans per year, as opposed to, you know, someone that's doing maybe five loans yeah. per month. That's going to be able to really give you that white glove service. Definitely. I a hundred percent agree. Uh, there was one thing I wanted to touch on too. Um, yeah. Like after you close too, like it's, I, and I, and I've seen this from lenders personally, like, they have clients call them and they won't even remember their clients, right? Like, and it's not, you know, and, and it's no knock on them. Everyone runs their business different. And this is from successful people who have done great, great, great for themselves in this industry. But like, they don't even have their number saved. They don't, they don't, if you call them, they're pretending they remember them, things like that. So like, you know, for myself, I can speak because I have all my clients' numbers in my phone. So if like any past client, mm-hmm. I already know like, oh, this is, this is so-and-so like how are you doing how's your house been going how's everything been things like that right and sometimes yeah you might even have to think like oh who was this because this happened years ago right and you know you have 
you know, you have a good amount of people in that time. So it does take a second, but um, just something simple as that. I'm sure it feels good for you as a client yes. to know when you, they'll call me and they'll think I don't have their number saved. They'd be like, Hey, mm -hmm. this is, this is um, so-and-so you help me. I'm like, Oh yeah, I have your number saved. Like whenever you need a call, give me a call. Like, you yeah. know, it's like, they don't Absolutely. think I remember them, but of course I'm, you know, it's important to have someone you can call on the lending side after you close for sure. Absolutely. That's, that's integral. So I hope, Homies, this gives you a really good idea of what you what you sh what you should be looking for in a lender. What type of questions to be asking? Remember, interest rates are not the end all be all. Sometimes service makes much is going to save you so much more money and make the process so much easier. Angel, where can we find you at? At your mortgage angel on Instagram. At your mortgage angel on Instagram. You know where to find us at the Lovanos Group. And with that said, I do want to wish you all the best, homies. Take care and stay safe. Thank you. Hey, homies, it's Angel from the Homies Real Estate Podcast. This podcast contains our opinions and is for educational purposes only. It does not guarantee any projections and should not serve as the basis for any purchase or sale in real estate.